0: Hey all you cool cats and kittens. This is Tyler from Wahissa Lodge here to introduce you to our brand new podcast, Peace Pipe Radio. Today I'm joined by Wesley and Will.
1: What's good everybody? I'm Wesley. Uh recently retired uh youth lodge member. Um just hanging out because I'm bored. And I'm Will, what up? Uh I would also say recently retired youth lodge member. Um but uh, it's been a couple of years, <laughs> less recently retired. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tyler,
0: a Vigil Honor member of the Lodge, still currently a youth, so...
1: What, got a flex on us? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> My youth is just better than your oldness, I guess. Just wait we're till it saves you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we wanted to start this podcast, um, you know, because we're bored on our coronation, And we just feel like in general it'd be entertaining for you guys um so you know i guess that's our only reasons we're avoiding schoolwork and just avoiding life in general at this point so
1: ditto, <laughs> ditto. <laughs> but i mean also we'll we'll have a lots of different content it'll change depending on the episode yeah um, definitely since you know obviously in the midst of for what feels like the past five years of coronation um basically tyler how has the lodge like what effects has rona levied on the lodge
0: i mean it's been pretty huge obviously i mean the whole world is pretty much canceled at this point um you know we didn't have winter culture has gone too far (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, we didn't have a winter fellowship which um you know obviously really bummed a lot of people out and it was a hard decision to make um but, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like we definitely made the right decision. And, um, I mean, at this point, we're just going to have to see what happens this month and sort of hope everything levels out so we can continue with the rest of our lodge year. Um, obviously, most people know by now that you know, Conclave got rescheduled to August, uh, which will be interesting because I just got word that they're going to open up the waterfront and have a bunch of different stuff going on to sort of, you know,
1: make it more Can't fun in wait to be there in the middle of August. <laughs> yeah. So you can still register.
0: Yeah, fun fact. Conclave registration.org. You can register.
1: And um, also follow them on Instagram to keep updates um on Conclave as well. Uh, but,
0: I mean it's definitely just like what the heck is going on. It's it's been pretty crazy at this point. But not just for the yeah. lodge. I'd say for for everybody.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've convinced myself I've gotten Corona like at least once a morning. Um, the other day I, like one of the symptoms obviously is chills. Um, the other day I woke up, I mean, just freezing cold. Um, and like walked out convinced I had the Rona and then Will, Will called me and told me it was snow. Um, so paranoia at an all time high. (laughs)
0: definitely you're definitely speaking the truth there because it's like i have allergies severely during the spring (laughs) and it's like every time i go outside i'm just like could this be it or (laughs) or if i'm if i'm happen to be out in public like at the grocery store or whatever and i sneeze then i have everybody in line looking at me like i feel so bad (laughs) but at the same time (laughs) I don't care.
1: There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Will, what's your personal experience? Correct. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't think I'm going to get it. And I'm on the front lines. Uh, I'm not the front lines. I guess I'd be like nurses. I'm on like, you know, the reserve line. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're
0: still, you know, a pretty important part of this whole thing. You're not. I mean, yeah, you're not on the front lines, but I mean, you're there. You're you're with people every day.
1: You like the third
0: one. I just think you don't give yeah, yourself I, enough credit in that situation.
1: I appreciate it, but don't worry. Wesley won't give it to me either. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's been weird. One thing I was just thinking of is now co- the the section can reuse all those posts where they're like 104 days till Conclave. And like yeah. 40 days till
0: Conclave. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though, because the other day um, they posted something about how it was only 331 hours away from Conclave.
1: Wow. And I'm like, hold on, <laughs> yeah.
0: something ain't right.
1: That and seems like, right. that seems like bad math.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it was probably just like a scheduled post and they forgot about it, so.
1: Big <laughs> or at least
0: I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope that that's what it was.
1: Gosh. But of course, all I mean, this being said, everybody please stay at home so we can go to Yes. Service. Ditto. Please, uh, I'm that. going out every day. Like, please, please stay home if you can. Please don't make me get cracked.
0: Yeah, please. um, I think we definitely um, all want to go to summer camp instead of working our normal <laughs> job. So, at that
1: this point, really I don't fun. know what I would do with a whole summer. I haven't yeah. had one of those, like, um, I haven't years. had a
0: normal <laughs> summer. In a few years, so I don't exactly know what I would do besides have no sleep schedule.
1: <laughs> Basically, just a continuation of now, I can just go place. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I feel like it'd be the same. Um
0: but I mean like this yeah. whole thing's just kind of it's just different because I mean, obviously nobody's been a part of a pandemic since 1918. So, right. I mean, it's just, like, an interesting experience for everybody, um, which, I mean, like, there's a lot of things that, you know, a couple months ago we wouldn't have guessed happen. I mean, it's just kind of blown up so fast, which, you know, I guess is part of it, But
1: True. Well, today we wanted to do is we brought Will, a, uh, Will, as you may know, um, is a uh, to say. like so today, uh, we wanted to bring on Will. Will uh, is a former lodge chief uh, 2017. Um, so a couple years ago. And basically, um, just, to, just to ask, you know, what his experience was like um what are maybe some things that he didn't expect and, you know, how it's helped in life. But, you know, first, as, you know, as we mentioned, the coronavirus has pretty much taken over every aspect of life. Um, For those of you who don't know, Will is an employee of Lowe's Foods in Boone. So how, Will, how would you say life as an essential, as essential employee has been in your experience? Um, just sum it up before I elaborate. Uh, I guess like a weird existence would be the only phrase I could use. Um, because like, I'm still going to work those days, like I would be normally, you know, and, it, uh, but I'm also like on my days off, like there's nothing else to do. So I get kind of like, you know, the stay at home, like cabin fever that most people get where there's nothing else to do, but also like, I'm also going out every day and like working. And so it's, it's kind of weird. Like I'm getting, getting like the weird parts of both sides.
0: Yeah, I get that as far as like the cabin fever thing. Cause I mean, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm an employee of Dodge City Steakhouse and it's, the it's been passion. weird because, you know, restaurants were one of the first things that sort of got, um, you know, closed due to this thing. And coming up, in two days, I've been out of work an entire month, and it's been kind of weird, you know, not going to class and not, you know, going anywhere really. But
1: same, yeah. I know it was weird, like the day as a host at a restaurant as well. Um, it's weird. It was weird the day that Cooper announced that restaurants were closing down because then it was it was just like within like thirty minutes. I didn't have a job anymore, so it's like, huh? Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all
1: the times I complain, it about
0: all that. happened really fast. But like yeah, all the that times, of
1: the weird things. I complain about not going to work, and now, I would love to go to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, same. Please it's get like, out of this apartment. Or you barely went to work in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> true. But but, like as an essential, like what changes has Lowe's made to sort of to to kind of change as this virus has changed. <clears throat> um so at first um like when it all when it all went down um it was like Super Bowl Sunday every day of the week uh for about two straight weeks. I was working like 49 hours one week, you know, over 40 hours the other weeks. And then now it's been a lot more consistent. Um you know, and now it's a lot slower too. Uh, and so uh that's i would imagine you guys kind of get
0: like bursts of traffic whether it's really busy at certain times and then it's not for multiple hours
1: i mean yeah it'll be like that um as far as like things they've done in response to the Rona would be uh um like uh you know they're doing senior hours like normal places uh, everywhere else is um you know early um and then uh you know sanitations a lot higher than it used to be um yeah you know, things like that yeah uh, I, would, then, I
0: would hope so but have have they done like sneeze guards or anything like that cuz i know a lot of
1: yeah and i you know i've been pains about that uh, but uh but yeah they got they got a sheet of plexiglass up there um you know so like should anyone sneeze i just have to look at it. i don't have to feel it anymore um, oh yeah but uh <laughs> and then th- <laughs> you know <laughs> That uh, you know things like that. Like, I'm more grossed out by how much money I'm handling now. Um, yeah, it's like in general you think stuff. about a lot of
0: the stuff you handle. I mean, there's things that you know before all this happened, like you would just handle it and then not ever wash your hands because I mean you didn't think about it. But well, now it's like, like after I you yeah. anything.
1: Um, I would wash my hands still.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that you don't wash your hands. I'm just saying like after you go to the grocery (laughs) store and you unbag everything in your house, normally you're like, oh, I'm done. But, you know, in today's situation, you're like, oh, I got to go, you know, boil myself in the shower to
1: get clean. Yeah. (laughs) What's funny is what some precautions some customers are doing. Um, like I've seen, you know, people in like paint suits, um, you know, People, I had one. I had one guy. He was like, "Oh, I microwaved my money so that you know you want know to And I was like, "I really appreciate the thoughts, sir." But that little blue strip in your Benjamin Franklin there just charted. Uh, you know, yeah. I
0: saw. I think. Thing, I think my favorite thing firepower. that I've seen was a guy. He had like full length pool noodles taped to his head, like in different <laughs> yeah. directions, so that way nobody could get within a pool noodle length of him. I think he wow. won. Um, the Corona fashion show, if you ask me.
1: People that lose, um, I saw a fire department put out a thing on Facebook where it was like, please don't microwave your face masks. Oh yeah. Like there's apparently like a little metal nose piece in there and like like, (laughs) microwaves were (laughs) exploding. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of
0: crazy stuff.
1: Just don't microwave anything.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not good practice usually. But, I mean, you know, in the midst of this challenge, I mean, us as lodge members and scouts in general, you know, we we face a lot of challenges uh, in our daily lives. And, you know, there's a lot of things in scouting that we learn, you know, to to get through these things and overcome them. And uh, that was sort of our main topic for today is um, sort of the positive effect of the Order of the Arrow and how we're using our tactics that we learn to, you know, get through this situation that we're in. So like, Will, as a former chief, is there anything that you learned that you sort of use in your daily life that can apply now to sort of motivate yourself through this or
1: Um <clears throat> Well, like you said, there there's a ton of things in scouting that like, you know, you learn and you retain, then you don't really think about it for a while and then like suddenly it's like pertinent information. You're like, oh man, like, you know, that's when you look back and really grateful you, you had scouts um and so one thing like that I, you know i carry day to day or I carry now with me from like camp uh or you know my year as lodge chief <clears throat> is uh you know there's a lot of things um where you just had you know you just had to figure it out uh there wasn't like an option to fail um you know things like that so like uh, you know like there's things where like we've had the wi-fi go out at the store a couple times and when the wi-fi goes out you know it it's only cash it's only cash <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you know, a credit card. And so, uh, you know, explain to people why they can't use a debit card, why they can't use a check, you know, and things like that, it's kind of frustrating. Uh, most people are pretty understanding. Um, yeah, but, I uh, feel yeah.
0: that, um, you know, in general, like, um, you know, in this year, um, in my year as chief, you know, even though we haven't really had that many in-person events so far i mean there's been a lot of communication and in my um my job and at summer camp and in my normal job there's a lot of you know communicating with people and people skills that i've definitely learned from being in scouts so i definitely get what you're saying on that
1: yeah Yeah. um and then things like you know you have to work i obviously have to work with people but then also you have to like you know you have to delegate. The, the, one thing that, you know, I was really concerned about, um, whenever I was chief was like putting too much in somebody or like, uh, you know, coming, coming across as mean. Like when I was delegating a task. Um, and then now it's like, you have to delegate things to strangers, delegate things to your coworkers. Um, and, uh, and then sometimes like, you know, you're worried about how people perceive you and you kind of have to like break the mold for a minute. You know, sometimes you have to run the microphone out to uh, a chief on Wednesday night, um, you know, breaks the, the screen, but like, you have to do it. Um, and so like, sometimes like people come and, uh, like I got this old lady, you know, uh, like break down on me and, uh, and I get that, you know, it's scary time. Um, and so like you know, she like broke down and start crying and stuff. And it was like, you know, I just need toilet paper. Like we don't have toilet paper. And I was like, yeah, no one has toilet paper. Um, but the store <laughs> next door has toilet paper. Uh, like, you know, like I'll show you where it is. Um, Because, like, clearly, like, you're, you know, kind of broken. Um, And I was really nice. She was very appreciative about it and stuff. And like, I feel good. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's one thing. It's just, like, pulling together uh, even people you don't know.
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, what you mentioned about those things. And I'm sure all three of us have this sort of thing where, like, up at camp and, like, during our events and things, there's just those situations that, you know, you have to do what you have to do because the show must go on Like when you're at an event, there's just the things that you have to do to keep it going, keep the flow moving. Like you said, you know, running the microphone out to a chief on Wednesday night, like that's just something that we do to keep the flow moving. Um, The show goes on. And I mean, as a, as a leader in scouting and just in general, you learn a lot of the like tools and tips to help you just, uh, keep going and move through those little obstacles and and get over them. So Wesley, True. I don't I don't know how you felt about that as vigil chief, but yeah I, mean, I know there was a couple uh, things.
1: Yeah, I know Keith, you know, Keith always talks about BARF maintain absolute rigid flexibility. And it, you know my first year at camp, whenever I first heard it, like I thought it was funny. I was like absolute rigid flexibility, like what in the world does that even mean? But uh, it's kind of in a weird way became like a life, like a way of life. Like I always have to be you able. Know. I mean, you know, working at camp, you know, switching to online class, uh, or even working as a host. Like I'm always having to change, like on the like on the spot. Um, and I think that if I hadn't, if I hadn't have gone through the experiences I did as chief and then – or as Vigil Chief, and then as a uh, Vice Chief, and then also just working at camp. I I don't know. I don't think I would be able to do that. I would definitely fall on my face a lot more than I have. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, I mean, that's that's probably one of the main things that I am thankful for from working at camp especially is that there's just so much going on that if you're not able to, you know, change your plan on the fly – and do the things that you have to do, then the whole operation fails. So that's (laughs) definitely, you know, and I mean, I don't mean like the whole operation fails. I mean, it sounds funny coming from a trading post guy, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) we have a a rough a lot of times. (laughs) So, um, but definitely like the people skills and being able to change on the fly. But, you know, working with your coworkers, as Will mentioned, is definitely... Um, something I oh, learned yeah. in like learning to live with other people, because um for those of you that aren't on camp staff, if you don't know, you live with the the other people in your area. So I mean, you learn to get along with others a lot better, and you know, overall, just living with your coworkers is a completely different experience that you don't get really anywhere else. I would say
1: for yeah. good, for good, and for worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you, I <laughs> you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about others. Um, yeah, and you just learn how to cooperate. and honestly, you just be the best person you can in that situation. And you know it, it, you learn, like I said, you learn a lot about yourself and you know you take away a lot. Yeah.
1: One, one thing, thing I think is, might tie into that um, is the, uh, you know, especially like weird times like this, when you're like not the one in control. Um, I think most people get kind of frantic about that. Um, but like making decisions and being the leader, uh, is always like really important. And I feel like you always get a lot of, um, you know, for better, for worse. Uh, but what's also really important, especially right now is like being a good, like follower, like, uh, you know, staying at home also like, you know, your boss says this, like, you know, maybe you don't have time to question it. Like, maybe you just got to do it. Um, you know being a good follower like is also just as important as being a good leader.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a double-edged sword because there's there's gonna be those situations where you're not always you know calling the shots or whatever, but you know, being a good follower and helping execute the plan of whatever it is is definitely an essential thing to have in your repertoire of you know f- skills. So. Right.
1: good vocabulary. Kind of going along with that. with what we've been talking about you know changing on the fly and stuff um there's the famous line every banquet you know you don't know what you're getting yourself into uh from one lodge chief to the other so will i was just kind of curious like you know obviously you have like some expectations going into your lodge year what was something though that you didn't expect that happened um other than the knob lighting on fire but yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Other than that, that's that's a big one. <laughs> that was that was the ECM after I got voted to be lodge chief. The knob was on fire. Uh,
0: that was just a crazy was, day in general. That was
1: that was rough. Um I don't know. I like, looking back, it's been a couple of years. I've had time to you know recover from my PTSD. Um I would say something that came out of left field for me was um Being, you know, um, you know, uh, you, you can, sorry, you can edit out all this like da 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 stuff until um, I finally yeah. gather what I'm trying to say. Yeah, out. I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <clears throat> here we go. Um, so you're the part of the team that creates the plan and then you're also the same team that executes the plan. Um, and having people execute it for you I thought would be something really easy and it, and it, it was easy because I trusted everybody I had to work with. Um, but it's always, you know, like letting, letting go and letting letting that happen uh, was something uh, I didn't think would be an issue. Um, and then a couple of times, just a couple of times it was, uh, and that kind of surprised me. And then also, uh, you know, you never know, you know, you, you try to think back, um, like I try to think back, you know, to the first conversation I had with Wesley, like the first day, you know, I worked with Tyler. Um, and it's kind of hard to do that because you never really know when you meet somebody how long you're going to know them, how close you're, you're going to become with them. And so it's important, especially when you're in a position of like power, like lodge chief, or even when you're a vice chief or a chapter officer, to uh, you know be courteous and be friendly to the people who just got tapped in, or the people who uh, you know aren't around a lot but they come once you know one or two events a year um, because you never know. You know, they may be, you know, you're the vice chief who just got voted, who you've never heard of, you know, uh, they get to be lodge chief. Um, this guy, you know, you work with in handicrafts who doesn't really talk a lot uh, and also has a brother who looks nothing like him. You know, suddenly like he's somebody you talk to every day, um, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Brooks. Coming from a <laughs> guy that started off, um, you know, I was elected to a vice chief position the year you were chief. I was one of your vice chiefs. Right. But I mean, nobody really knew who I was until and then. You were a
1: big one. You were my elections guy.
0: And, you know, I think that was a, a great, great learning experience. Um, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of people that doubted the things I was going to be able to do. But I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I feel like, you know, we did pretty decent that year. And I felt like I'm, you know, overshot the expectations of, i guess the haters or the doubters you know what i'm saying like (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i mean not to get like too crazy on you or anything but but i felt like i learned a lot from that experience of being thrown into that position and having that responsibility that you know if i don't get this done then we suffer in this area very heavily
1: right um and then one thing with that is like uh I know you, you had mentioned you were like in a laying mat a couple of times and I was in charge of Langamad program for a couple of years. So maybe you knew who I was, but I didn't really know like, oh, that's Tyler Reinhart. And so yeah, I knew were, who you were. were. I mean, I knew so you, but I, I
0: didn't know you like I do now, obviously, but,
1: right. and, but and so you had, I, had
0: no clue basically who I was. So right. I'm sure like as a chief, uh, when you just got elected and you see your list of vice chiefs and you're selecting, you know, your order of succession and everything, it was kind of like – you know, this, I have, I have to work with this now. And I felt like you did really well in that situation. And, um, you know, anybody else that gets elected to a position like that, not just in scouting, but in any organization, you, you learn to work with others and, you know, work with people you have no idea who they are. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's really cool. And, and I know you and I have talked about that a little bit before, um, but, uh, you know, thanks for saying That's it, yeah, really cool. And then, but I mean, like, you had you had an impression of me before I had an impression of you? So, had I been you know rude or had I been you know whatever other adjective, uh, you know, it may have exactly may have done something to our, our friendship, you know, or may not have had the friendship or whatever.
0: I mean, and you know, going off of that question, um, you know, as a past chief, once you see future chiefs coming in, what is something that you know, you necessarily didn't do that you want to see them do, or what is something that you want to see them do that you sort of expect? Like what, how do you look at chiefs differently now that you've been one before?
1: Um, I feel like I have a lot, I mean, obviously I have tremendous respect, uh, cause I know, you know, the bull you're fighting, um, stuff like that. And then I think I have really, you know, good empathy about it or sympathy, um, because you know I've been through similar things. Of course, every year is not different. You know I encountered things that you're not encountering. You encounter things I'm, I I encountered. Um, but uh, I guess you know I my hope for every you know chief after me um, is that you know they succeeded in places where I failed. Um, you know Ian was a lot better at ECMS than I was. <laughs> I, fi- I finally I finally <laughs> learned how how to do an ECM, and then my year was up uh yeah yeah i remember that (laughs) (laughs) um and i think you know like the echo speech was
0: a highlight honestly uh wesley you can tell us all about that but
1: (laughs) um i I remember i don't think we have the time for it but (laughs) classic (laughs) Classic. we got all the time time for that
0: that'll (laughs) be another episode
1: (laughs) um you know like things like that uh you know and then uh you know, maybe there are some times um where I made, you know, the wrong choice or whatever. Um, you know, I'm not going to listen examples, but um, you know, just I want to see too I do think I give it my best shot and I would love to see every chief after me also give it the
0: Yeah, I mean in hindsight, it's twenty twenty, like um I was a chapter chief wow, four years ago. And you know, I- was
1: really want to know when I was a chapter chief?
0: It, it was really four years ago which is kind of crazy. So I didn't realize that. I was
1: that. So old. <laughs> but, um, Yeah, wow. Retirement has not been kind. <laughs> yeah, don't even I'm talk to me 19
0: going on 91 right here. It made me feel bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's like I see Chiefs now. And, you know, obviously I think, well, you know, I would have done this differently or I would have done this this way or whatever, but, you know, in that situation, I realize that they they have their own way of thinking and they have their own process. So I can't really, like, say that they're doing anything wrong. And most of them, you know, do a great job. It's just that I have to sit back and realize, like, I obviously do my things my own way and other people do theirs their way. But, you know, yeah, it's, a, lot things, it's hard to... a lot of past chiefs do a great job of that and, like, letting them do their own thing while also just giving them advice. You've done a great job of that.
1: Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to like benchmark yourself against other chiefs. Um, like Adam was the chief before me, and Adam does great in certain fields. Um, and you know, so it was really daunting being the chief after him. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and there's a lot of different things that go on in each lodge year. Mm-hmm. Like for example, this year nobody's done what I'm doing right now. Yeah, i see, I'm I'm the pioneer in this situation, <laughs> so. <laughs> congrats um, there's the really no way to <laughs> measure quote-unquote measure my success if you know what i'm saying right
1: um, yeah it's kind of like yeah. the old like i know will you don't watch a lot of sports but like every time there's a classic like head coach like you know you could pick them out like imagine having to be the guy that has to follow that coach like when mike Krzyzewski retires at duke Imagine being the guy that has to follow him.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Or, I mean, it's like that <laughs> with a great athlete, too. Like, you know, imagine being the starter after this guy. and you Or know, like, any, but, yeah,
1: any successful person and you have to follow them. I mean,
0: that goes back to being elected to a position. You know, when I was elected as lodge chief this year, obviously, I, I do not want to fail, not just for me, but I just I don't want to fail the lodge, you know? Yeah. Because there's this organization is like, Done so much for me. So that's why I want to, you know, give back and do a good job. So, you and know, that's why you should you, stay in. You learn that in that situation, as long as you're <laughs> doing what you think is right and you're making the right judgment call that you think, you know, at the end of the day, you did a good job in my eyes.
1: Right. But so I think, you know, we've had a lot of serious talk. Um, but one of the suggestions on Instagram um, from the Wahistle Lodge Instagram that we talk about, um, I think it was at least twice, was just plain cookout. Um, I don't yeah, know that's it.
0: that's a pretty popular topic. <laughs> and I, I was guess actually people just about want... to jump in the, into that. Um, but that's one of the things I'm I'm missing right now because uh, due to the coronavirus, I can't make my way up to Mount Airy to get into cookout.
1: Thankfully, so, I have one five, minute, five minutes away. <laughs> you're very
0: lucky. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: So um, we kind of had to decide well, what do we talk about cookout? I mean, unless y'all want just like a 30-minute rant about cookout. <laughs> because I'm if you want that, let us know. Yeah, saying, Put it down in the comments. <laughs> but so, Will, why we got you on, um, what we're going to do is we're going to give our top tray combo. And because I know you, Will, specifically like some really weird milkshake flavors, I specifically want – well, all of us are going to, but I, I'm, I specifically want to hear your top three milkshake flavors um, just so that way people can be disgusted about your choices. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Tyler. Tyler, give us your top tray combo.
0: So, Why? See, like, I changed mine up. So everybody usually has their one combo that they go with, and that's it. Me, it just depends on what I'm feeling, so... Back in the olden days, I used to go for just like quesadillas, and that was it. Don't know why I did that. <laughs> the quesadillas are great, but I would just weird. get four quesadillas in a sweet tea. I still stand by the sweet <laughs> tea though. That is like the best sweet tea ever. If you haven't had oh, it, sure. please go out and get some. I, I'm begging you.
1: <laughs> when when we can, <laughs> yeah. when we can. I mean, not now. <laughs> please stay inside. Not
0: now, me. obviously. <laughs> when you can, but. So quesadillas are a great option, obviously. Anybody that's been to Cookout knows that. But uh, later <laughs> on, uh, I switched to getting a big double burger. And anybody that's had one of those knows it's like the best thing to get. So, it I mean, it honestly just depends. Uh, if I'm in a hurry, I might just go for the quesadillas. But if I'm willing to sit around and, and wait on it, because sometimes it does take a while, then I'll get a big double burger. Or I might even go for like, one of the chicken wraps or something as a side. It just depends. But it's sweet tea to drink always.
1: My favorite thing is to watch the person in the window when you just walk up like nonchalantly is like, I'll take a box of casadillas and a sweet tea. (laughs) Just like um, the look, the look that they give you is is, is perfect. Like I can't even describe what the look is. It's definitely
0: (laughs) an interesting because, you know, they say – you know what can I get for you? And I say, oh, I want a quesadilla tray. They're like, all right. Well, what for your sides? I say, quesadillas. So <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> you seriously want four quesadillas? And we have to make all of those right now.
1: I feel like a lot of it is a point of understanding. Like they're like, oh yeah, you would one hundred percent want four quesadillas, dude. It's like <laughs> uh, also part of um, it they
0: understand. If you guys haven't heard about this, I'm going to put you onto it right now. So if you get quesadillas, ask. For like a half of a cup of quesadilla sauce. That will change your life. I'm telling you, just dip your quesadilla in that. It is the greatest thing ever. will <coughs> what's, what's, what's it like? So, I mean, what's it's like the awesome sauce that they put on the quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> you just get more, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. <laughs> it's great to get the fries in. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, also no, it's fries. not ranch from the bag Because my cookout quesadilla is always like, chicken and cheese like what's the sauce yeah see like anybody? they don't
0: usually put they don't usually put enough on it for me so that's why i asked for extra and uh you know so what so next time you media? go just get some and you'll be able to like know what i'm talking so about.
1: do you like open up your quesadilla like from the factory and like drop it in there or do you like just no no that? i
0: just like straight up fold it in half 100%. and then like dip it in it
1: okay so you're making another dia out of your dia
0: no i'm just taking the kit ke- all right so <laughs> imagine a <the> quesadilla <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I did not think I'd have to go through this. So, like, imagine a quesadilla, right? You fold it hot dog style, not hamburger. Right. Right. And then you just take – it's in, like, a little styrofoam cup. And you just take the end of your quesadilla and you dip it
1: in it. Okay, so you're dipping it. Yeah, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I asked if you open it up and pour it on there or if you dip it. And then you just said – I mean, honestly, you
0: eat the way you eat. So, I mean, you do whatever you need. I'm just saying that it's a great sauce. Easily top three sauces of all time. All right,
1: right. Will. What's your tray combo? No, I think I need to go last. I got a lot. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You were talking about quesadillas. I just want to say something, like put this out here. Does anybody, you know, if you look at the menu, it always says chicken or beef. And I have never once met anyone get a beef quesadilla from cookout. See, Hi, my name is at William the one McCartney. in Mount
0: Airy, I don't even think they have beef. Because if you ask no, they for got a quesadilla, beef. you just get chicken.
1: No, the beef <laughs> quesadilla, I know, is looked down upon. But I think the beef quesadilla stands on its own.
0: See, I've just never had one. Like, I'm sure it would yeah. be fine. It's just that when you ask for a quesadilla, you don't even have to say what kind. They just give you chicken. Oh, I don't yeah. even chicken say is that I want the chicken default. quesadilla. I just say I want one. And they give me chicken. I <laughs> mean, I right, guess so I they guess, know what's good, so
1: I guess I'm going next. Um I don't know how to explain this. See, I know that people don't like the barbecue from cookout. I personally love the barbecue. So my favorite is the barbecue sandwich tray, double hush puppies. My two favorite things for cookout cookout barbecue and cookout hush, bu- hush puppies.
0: I've never had the barbecue, but I'm sure it's great. I mean, everything is it's good for the price point. That's how I would describe cookout. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just it's one of those good. places that you can't you can't say it's bad because it is dirt cheap. True. I mean,
1: but it also it holds such a close place to your heart, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean anybody that's yeah, it's called been Cole to <laughs> been to like work at summer camp or in the lodge knows like cookout is like a sacred place for anybody in that situation.
1: True facts. Well, I will. Yeah, I mean, before, you got a lot, but you got to go give. I back. have a feeling. I have a feeling you are going to give us a beef case. <clears throat> I am not no. going to be able to handle it. It's <laughs> no, definitely no. a corn no, involved. I've had the beef case media. That ain't part of my regular thing, though. Um. So first off, I'll just say like my utmost respect to the Queso Block Tray, that like, absolutely legendary uh, tray. You're but one it's of the few that
0: respect combo. that decision because I mean I used to catch a lot of heat for that.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's like, mostly from the police <laughs> Absolutely, um, the highest respect. But it's not my personal favorite combo. Um, I like, and I encourage everybody to do this. I like um, checking out the entire menu over the course of like going to, you know, cookout. I know I'm going to go to cookout a hundred times during the summer. So I'm going to try out different things in the menu. Um, you know, like I know I'm going to go to Wendy's like a ton. So like I'm going to try out different things at Wendy's. Um, and so my combo tray that I'm currently vibing with um, is your uh, quarter pound burger. You want some lettuce, cheese, onions, and pickles in that boy. You don't want ketchup. I am playing with that. Yeah, for those of you that
0: don't know, uh, Will totally is like know. afraid of ketchup.
1: I'm not afraid of ketchup. I have a law of sauce, and ketchup does not fit in that law. <laughs> um, Will Will is afraid of ketchup, like most people right now are afraid of getting coronavirus. <laughs> like, I'm not. Don't I let fear. him lie to you. he is afraid. <laughs> I I'm not afraid. Um, it is an unholy spice. I'll say that. Uh but, but running my sides. Going in my sides. Um have you had the 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 white cheddar bites? I've had oh, them yes. from like sheets. Oh, I've yes. never had them
0: cook out, but I'm sure So they're, they're probably
1: rich. the exact same. But like I really like them. I like I was I was really into them at first, but you only get like a couple five.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, it's one of those things like <laughs> they're good, but you have to sacrifice like your slot for it.
1: Yeah, you have to like it's either a whole quesadilla or like a whole bacon ranch wrap or like cheddar bites. And it's five cheddar bites. Um, and they're good. Like yeah, they're not very big against... though either. No, not, dude, they're like small like they're small bites. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, man, if they had tater tots in the menu, that would be a like that would instant. be
0: legendary. See, like uh, you would legendary. think, like you said, that you get like a whole quesadilla or a whole wrap. Like you would think, because everything is so like massive.
1: Yeah, you I would think, think they would give you more bits. than what they do. Um, and so I was really big in cheddar bites, but that is no longer in my combo. So I've moved back to the bacon ranch wrap, um, and recently the corn dog. (laughs) Now, for those for those people for those people who don't know, um, just describe the only way that you know how to eat a corn dog. One bite, by God! (laughs) (laughs) All right, (laughs) one bite.
0: (laughs) He's not lying. He's he's not lying.
1: this is a man who eats also his baked potatoes like a taco or like a hot dog. I've witnessed well, this man okay.
0: just take a bite out In of a mango without doing anything. Just like just <laughs> straight up eating the mango like it's an apple or a,
1: or That's a potato. That's how you eat it. Like you could slice it up. You could slice it up, but I'm not.
0: No, I, I understand because it's more convenient just do it. I do don't it.
1: understand. Like you don't have to condone that activity. <laughs> well, <laughs> Oh, right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) All right. We're back. All right. So here we go. All right. So here's the thing with my potato. I eat the potato like a handheld dish because I think it's impossible to eat all the potato when it's on a plate sliced open, the butter splatter all over it in a tinfoil wrap. You feel me? Like.
0: No, I mean, no. no, listen, I completely understand. <laughs> I really do. it's more convenient to just be able to, you know, eat it the way it is. Especially see, like no. if you're in a situation where you don't have a knife that's good enough or silverware in general. So, I mean, I get it. I just don't understand it.
1: I don't. I don't See, do I, I know Wesley won't. Tyler, I may be able to sway you. Try it. I mean, there was this guy um, that I went to well, high school. Not with. Have potato, but there was
0: this guy that I went to high school with, and any day that we had, like the baked potato at school lunch, which is really bad, by the way. By the way. Um, <laughs> but he would just pick it up and eat it without doing anything to it. He would like take and will. I, this is going to make you cringe, but like he would dip it in ketchup, uh-huh. a whole baked potato, and just uh-huh. eat it. Uh-uh. never uh-uh. understood that you also <laughs> are not allowed to have knives in school so it makes sense like the plastic fork that they give you is not good <laughs> enough
1: right like, you're not going to get all the potato like you're not you're barely going to cut it if you have a plastic knife but you're also not going to get it because it's going to be like splued all over your plate um yeah <laughs> but like you can take it with you you can eat the whole thing and then like you know, you don't get enough butter or like salt and pepper on your potato when you're mixing up inside the potato skin. Like now, you can dip it in potato like butter, salt, pepper, whatever you have. No, then, you know. no, you just turned. You just made butter a sauce. No, no, butter, butter is not a sauce. Never be a sauce. See the way
0: the way that you're supposed to do it is you cut your baked potato open and you fix it that way. See, let I, I mean, really we want? sell a you... lot of baked potatoes in Dodge City. We sell let a me ask lot. You this.
1: Let me ask you this. What do you really want on your baked potato? Do I you want, want potato butter, salt, or do you want pepper. bacon, cheese, and butter?
0: I want mine loaded, personally.
1: But but are you there for the potato? Or are you there for the bacon cheese other the potato
0: vitamins? is the integral part of the loaded potato?
1: It is the integral part it's of the potato. Because I don't, you, I don't know if that's you, but I don't know anybody
0: thing. that just eats cheese, bacon, and sour cream by
1: itself. Check the Ravenov <laughs> staff because they're there. <laughs> check, check the little like You're not lying. Uh, first year scout going to the salad bar before dinner. It's
0: just either ham, croutons, <laughs> or bacon bits. And have,
1: I have seen a kid, no lie, get a bowl of just ranch cheese and bacon bits. And that was it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, wait till Salisbury Steak Night. Everyone starts eating weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Salisbury
0: Steak Night is definitely slept on, for sure.
1: I mean, I don't really complain about my food uh, as long as it follows me. And so, like, Salisbury Steak's fine with me. Yeah.
0: All uh, well, right. So... But anyway, um, we got <laughs> off on a really big tangent there. Um, so going back to our, our tray combos, you know, I get sweet tea, but milkshakes, though, that's a big part of cookout. So – I mean, our top three shakes. Me, personally, it's like banana fudge, peanut butter fudge, and just like anything else with chocolate in it. That's me, personally.
1: <laughs> so, like, half the menu.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't really go for, like,
1: There's 40 the cookies and cream bars, or the Reese's cream.
0: ones. Just like regular chocolate would be good with me. But peanut butter fudge is my favorite, I'd say.
1: So... What we have to talk about, though, is you gave me a new idea when we were discussing this, and please enlighten the world about your sweet tea milkshake.
0: So um, for those of you that don't know, um, like, if you've never had cookout sweet tea, then I mean, there's just no other way to describe it than it's like the sweetest thing you've ever had.
1: It has the same sugar content as the milkshake. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why if you choose that as your drink, like there's, you're not, you know, you're not wrong. Like it's very sweet. So basically what I do is, you know, if I'm up at camp on my night off or something, then I'll get a sweet tea and it's a big cup. It's like bigger than large. They call it huge for a reason. (laughs) And um, you drink half of it and you just let all the ice melt. And then you have regular sweet tea by the end of it because it's it's watered down but it's still really sweet i mean i'm sure you guys have done that right am i the only one
1: no no nah, <laughs> i drink i drink real quick um but uh but i feel like that is really impressive of you to like actually think it, think it out like that
0: i mean i'm not gonna lie i did not come up with that on my own shout out to alan ur for teaching me that one
1: Ooh, but, <laughs> what a guy yeah. He definitely thought Love of that, that guy. on his own.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something he would just think of. But I mean that's the way to go, honestly, because if you drink that whole thing in one sitting, you're definitely going into a coma. There's no <laughs> there's no way around it.
1: So with you with your sweet tea, what, what's your thoughts on the elusive sweet tea milkshake?
0: The sweet tea milkshake?
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> I just cuz I have personally not had it but I feel like you'd only have to hate yourself inside and out to get it.
0: <laughs> I just don't <laughs> think that would be good. I think you're taking something you're taking two things that are good alone and making it bad. I think you're setting well, that yourself sounds up like for failure. A
1: perfect segue into my favorite milkshake, the watermelon milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, oh, will geez. please please give us your three favorites so that before way Before you,
0: before you get started on that, there's a reason it's only available 3 months out of the year. We
1: lost Because it's awful. No, we, lo- we lost you there. Back it up. Yeah, we lost everything. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. All right. Just
1: dead <laughs> silence.
0: <laughs> but there's a reason um, why it's only offered three months out of the year, because it's awful.
1: It is terrible. Nobody wants it the other nine months of the year. And to be honest, really, you're the only one I know that wants it during the three months of the year it's offered. Well, see, that's your mistake, because I want it 12 months of the year. First off. Second off, I think I'm the only one brave enough to do it.
0: I mean, I've had it before, and it's just not (laughs) You've had it
1: before? I'm just impressed that you had it, because I know Wesley hasn't. I've had people describe it to me as just watered-down ice cream. That is incorrect, largely.
0: Well, another one that is really bad. It's also
1: a milkshake. Like, What do you (laughs) want it to taste like?
0: The other one that's really bad is the eggnog. Have you guys ever had that? Will. Yeah, my
1: number two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you wait? You're kidding, right?
1: No. So number one is watermelon, and number two is eggnog. Dude. So first off, like I don't think I, I finished talking about watermelon. It is the perfect summer drink.
0: And then that's I would I'm argue that a slush puppy is better than that.
1: I would for argue water. that it's just Shout bad for lunch. you. But it's a better experience in the milkshake form.
0: I mean, but, I, I trust me, dude. I am no. a fan my, of watermelon. Just, I love just watermelon. Sun. Just not that. You like milk? I love milk. <laughs> <laughs> love it. At least it's you've straight.
1: tried it. Will, I will respect your criticism since you've tried it. But like Wesley I said, is just can't. denying
0: it altogether.
1: Speaking of um, other milkshakes, I denied. Please tell us so that way everybody can keep cringing. About the eggnog milk milkshake. So the eggnog milk milkshake, one, two months of the year. Just to, just to set the tone for you. Um, <clears throat> and then not every cookout does it. Some cookouts don't do it. That's the thing you have to add. You have to inquire. And that's only one order. month out of the year, right? No, it's two months. They do it in months. November 2. I think that should be a sign for you, though. If not everybody offers it, then that means it's clearly not worth offering. But see, it's kind not of... Not like every location of offers the cheddar have bikes, all though. Together
0: not every location does cheddar bites so you got to think about that you got to think great. about that
1: that's true except for the quantity of them but the eggnog milkshake is the like it's an amazing christmas like sensation everyone goes on about pumpkin spice everyone goes on about peppermint no one goes on about eggnog eggnog See, is the I'm not flavor. a fan of
0: pumpkin spice or peppermint either I'm just like not you know basic enough i guess but i just I'm, you think I'm
1: Peppermint's it. basic?
0: I'm, I'm just not in it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just not in it.
1: But I would be in it for a pumpkin spice milkshake, I got to say. <sighs> well, I, I think they have the pumpkin pie that. milkshake. Don't they have the pumpkin pie milkshake?
0: Uh, they, that sounds like something they would have. It really does. But, but what's so weird is ones.
1: it's not seasonal, so they would do pumpkin pie all year.
0: I mean, we're in the South, after all. Um Big facts. You know, it's just one of those things like pumpkin pie, apple pie, sweet potato pie. Those are the staple pies, so they should have that as a milkshake.
1: Um, I don't think they have any of those flavors. (laughs) They don't. I mean, they don't
0: have any of those. I'm saying they should if we're talking about pie milkshakes.
1: Big facts. They have a cobbler milkshake.
0: Yeah, yeah. They do have that,
1: I'm pretty sure. Um, But, But no, the eggnog milkshake is just ridiculously smooth like well first uh, off Wesley because I know you hate hard do you even like eggnog regularly no then shut up Tyler do you like eggnog <laughs> regularly
0: um I've had <laughs> vanilla eggnog it's pretty alright
1: all right, vanilla eggnog is actually the only eggnog that matters um okay yeah but, <laughs> I, I can get behind but you know you know the difference between milk and eggnog it's like a thick yeah all right now just imagine your cookout milkshake historically and imp- uh i can't think of the word properly thick and it, now it's creamy yeah, super thick with the eggnog like the flavor is there it's not like it's not <laughs> like the watermelon milkshake where like that you have to get no used flavor. to watermelon and milk it's eggnog you know it you love it unless you're wesley and it's so smooth i've never it had, had so eggnog milkshake you're such good
0: no i've never uh, had the milkshake um So I just don't feel like a fast food eggnog product would be that great. (laughs) I mean, can you blame me for being skeptical on
1: that one? Refer back to your, it's cookout. It's five bucks. Don't question it.
0: All right. You got me there. You got me there. So, I mean, you know, those of you that are listening, we should, um, should we do a top fast food episode? If so, let us know down in the comments. Uh, I think that would go pretty well, but I have a lot of opinions about that, so.
1: <laughs> Naturally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yacobo, For those of you that know me. On, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so well, those, as disgusting choices as they are, that's five months out of the year. All the rest of the months, what's, what's your go-to? Heath Toffee, no explanation. I don't feel like they need to argue with that one. I'm okay.
0: I, I feel like that one's better.
1: It's just but it's not it's watermelon. still like
0: not one that's popular.
1: I think I it's okay. like I, it, it's my favorite one. I'm a big Heath to, uh you know, like the bar, the toffee, um, you know, the cookies. I'm I'm really into it. My favorite milkshake.
0: I respect it. I respect it. All
1: right. Real quickly, I'm just gonna give you my top three. Um, so number one is banana pudding. Um, however, only if it's done correctly um i hope no cookout employees are listening to this but nothing makes me sadder than when i get home to eat my banana pudding milkshake and all you have done is literally chunked a half a banana in the bottom yeah that's
0: so like that the worst thing it, like so i better. hate
1: ice cream i hate everything I, you just said wesley half a banana like nothing makes me sadder it just makes me want to cry and so, I mean,
0: like, you already have to eat the milkshake because it is so thick. And now so you have to having a banana. half of a, of a banana in it just makes it even worse. Um,
1: the first thing wrong with this is that you're waiting till you get home to eat the milkshake. You can't, I can't drink it when it's fresh. It is so yeah. undrinkable. You rode with me before, and you know that I can barely even drive without a milkshake. Yeah, so I was about like, to say, she needs all the reason, help you can Wesley. get
0: driving, so...
1: <laughs> um, I don't know that. Like when it's done properly, though, when it's small chunks of banana and not a half a banana, it is perfect. It's what you. I want. would agree. I agree. But your top milkshake is also a gamble. I mean, you know. But if it's if like it's done right, then it's Rogers, worth it. Like okay. the great Kenny Rogers says, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And, and what I'm always willing. I'm always willing to hold. A banana pudding motion.
0: I mean, I'm always full send for anything. So, you know, you just got to take that chance and you got to hope that it's good. And if it's not, it's not. Um, mean.
1: If I ever do decide, though, that I don't want to take the gamble, uh, I don't know. I really like uh, just like the original vanilla. I know is like, is one of my favorites. Um And then, uh I don't know. Cookies and Cream is a good one. I do I like mean. that one.
0: I mean, overall... If it's like a general flavor, you—I mean—you can't go wrong. Like, if you like most candies or like most flavors, then anything you get is probably fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) Cookout is like the best place to get a milkshake, so it's not like any other places.
1: Any last comments on Cookout? Feel free to roast Will. Um, or I guess pick up a watermelon milkshake whenever they come out. (laughs) Uh,
0: This is not sponsored by Cookout, by the way. Uh, But if Cookout's listening, hit us up.
1: Now that you know our orders, feel free to give me one anytime you run into town. Yeah,
0: anytime you you see me, just just hit me up. My queso box is always accepted. But anyway, that's all the time we got. So thank you guys for listening. Um, If you have any suggestions on uh, further topics, or anything like that, please let us know. If you enjoyed, drop a like, and uh, we'll see you next time.